Bahrain finally victorious in the World Tour. There's something fishy afoot at Delco with Atsushi Oka eyeing up a ban. And six foot five inch Hugh Carthy has been extending himself in the pink. This is Quicklink Podcast. Hello and welcome to Quicklink Podcast on Tuesday the 29th of April. A very warm welcome to anyone who stumbled across us from our tweet this morning about accidentally drinking a Fenwick's bike wash energy gel. Day three of Switzerland coming up, but first it's the daily headlines. Following on from yesterday's bad news about Team Adelco and holes in their finance comes another blow that the UCI announced yesterday after we'd recorded the show that 25-year-old rider Atsushi Oka is currently serving a four-month ban after he tested positive for acetazolamide in December last year. That suspension was enacted on the 25th of January and expires on the 24th of May. Acetazolamide is a banned diuretic, which effectively, in layman's terms, makes you piss more, so it could be used as a masking agent that can help flush other substances out of the body. Hence why it's banned. Oka was one of two riders who spoke out publicly towards the end of last year when he claimed himself and Jose Gonzalez were being forced off the team midway through a two-year contract. Earlier today, Oka published a short statement which read in full, The UCI has published a press release announcing its decision to suspend for doping for a period of four months with retroactive effect since 25th of January 2021. It is important for me to point out that the control took place four days after an eye surgery that took place on December 9th in Japan, retaining acetazolamide absorption, substance that comes from the diamox that was given to me during the procedure to prevent intraocular pressure spike, which may lead to partial or total visual field defect. I have never used prohibited substances myself, as the UCI admitted that it was unintentional and used for eye surgery treatment, I voluntarily accepted this suspension. I will come back on May 25th strong and determined to return to the peloton. Oka's most recent race with the team was on the 27th of September last year when he raced the one-day Paris Shawnee. On to some positive news like a reverse shit sandwich, Hugh Carthy has extended his contract with EF Education Nippo until the end of 2023. This year is his fifth with EF in their various guises, with the highlight so far being a stage win up the Anglerou in last year's Welter, where he ended up finishing third on GC. He's set to line up for EF alongside fellow Brit Simon Carr at the Giro next weekend, his fourth start at the race. Finally, Tour de Yorkshire should have started today. Will we ever see it come back after they all work out where the money went? Let's hope so, but on to racing that actually did happen today. Stage 2 at Tour de Romandie brought us 165.7 kilometres from La Neuville to Saint-Imier. Four Cat 2 climbs in the first 70k, an intermediate sprint just after the halfway point, and then a Cat 2 and a Cat 1 climb sandwiching the second sprint point. That final climb, La Vue des Alpes, is 8k long, at 6.7% with the peak coming 17 kilometres from the finish. At the start of the day, Rohan Dennis led GC by 9 seconds. Peter Sagan was in the green points jersey. Joel Suter wearing the KOM jersey and most combative rider numbers. Mark Hershey in white for best young rider. And Ineos Grenadiers are best team holding 1-2-3 on GC. No Alexei Lutsenko of Astana or three sevenths of Dukernik Quickstep on the start line this morning. First climb of the day went the way of Anton Tolhook from Jumbo Visma on his 27th birthday. He was part of a group of six riders who opened up a gap around a minute and a half over the rest. The others then, Chris Hamilton of DSM, who would later abandon the race alongside Sam Bewley from Bike Exchange and Eric Basket from Bora Hansgrohe. The other four in the break, David Villela of Movistar, Jonathan Casiedo of EF, Ryan Tarame of Intermarché and perennial breakaway rider Herman Pernsteiner of Bahrain. 
Robert Power of Quebec and Nicholas Egg of Trek were briefly in that group ahead of the day's second climb at Charmont, but they soon slipped back out. When we tuned in with 60k to go, four of the six climbs had been tackled, as had the first intermediate sprint, and those six riders in the break had two minutes over the bunch. Tolhook took the sprint, and David Villeda had taken climbs 2, 3 and 4 at Chermont, Le Bougenet and Mount Crossan. As it stood, he was on 28 KOM points, 10 behind Joel Souter's haul from yesterday. The race was heading to the base of Le Pontins, a 4.2km, 8% Cat 2 climb. On the initial slopes, Ryan Tarame started to ride off the front, with the peloton steadily chasing his five breakaway companions. They were just 1 minute 25 back by this point. The Intermarché man took the summit 32 seconds ahead of the rest of the break, though they had already lost birthday boy Tallhook. Peloton now 2 minutes 20. They caught the quartet with 28 kilometres to go. Tarame, the four-time Estonian TT champion, was now 1 minute 48 up the road on his own, and he took the second intermediate sprint to earn himself 15 points and 3 bonus seconds. His time alone at the front ended 21.4k from home, halfway up the final climb of the day, the Cat 1 8km drag up La Vue des Alpes. Rohan Dennis led teammate Geraint Thomas and Richie Port over the Cat 1 summit at the front of the lead group, some three dozen strong ahead of the final 15k. In the final two, Dennis, Thomas and Ben O'Connor from AG2R lifted the pace and strung it out a little, but the sprint lit up with 200 metres to go downhill towards the line. A three-man lead-out for Bahrain Victorious, with Isra and Bora also present. But first man to open the taps was Sonny Colbrelli from the front, and he hung on by a will to take his first win of 2021, Bahrain Victorious's third win of the year, and their first win in 2021 at World Tour level. Patrick Bevan of Israel Startup Nation was second. Mark Hershey, he's alive, of UAE Team Emirates was third. Clement Champsan fourth, Diego Ulisi fifth, then Keldman, Van Wilder, Masnada, Costa and Soler sixth to tenth. Rohan Dennis stays in yellow as race leader Patrick Bevan climbs to second place at 8 seconds. Geraint Thomas drops down to third at 9, the same time as Richie Port and Sonny Colbrelli. Colbrelli goes into green, Hershey stays in white, and Joel Souter holds onto the Mountains jersey by 4 points. Tomorrow's stage 3 is the longest of the race, with 168.7 kilometres out and back from Estveja on the banks of Lake Neuchâtel, one loop out towards Tierrens and back before three local laps that each tackle a pair of Cat 3 climbs a few kilometres apart. As well as Romandy tomorrow, Vuelta Asturias begins its three stages across the northwest region of Spain along the Biscay coast. Movistar are the only World Tour team on the start list, with a host of pro, conti and domestic teams, including Naro Quintana and Arkea Samsic, as well as the Colombian outfit Team Medellan. Also on the calendar is the 14th edition of Festival LC Jacobs in Luxembourg. Originally the one-day Grand Prix LC Jacobs, which was founded in 2008 in commemoration of the first ever women's road race world champion, it became a three-day event in 2012 and hasn't looked back. A 2.2km prologue gets us underway tomorrow in Sassange before a 125km stage on Saturday, followed by 105 on Sunday. Eight of the nine women's world tour teams are taking part, just missing bike exchange. Stages are being shown live on the race's website at lc-jacobs.lu. Until tomorrow, ride safe and take care. Thanks for listening to QuickLink Podcast, your daily microdose of pro cycling news, results, opinion and chat. We'll be back tomorrow with another show, but in the meantime, you can hear all of our previous episodes at quicklinkpod.co.uk and find us across social media at QuickLinkPod. If fantasy cycling is your thing, our Velo Games show league code is 57273217. Like and subscribe. <laughs>
rate and review, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye now.